0: You're listening to Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg, WHMP.
1: And we are back. Um, Bill, um, there is uh, terrible news coming out of Alabama.
2: Well, there is indeed. Uh, Last night, Alabama executed Kenneth Smith with a process called nitrogen hypoxia. It's the first known execution in the country using this method of death. Uh, Mr. Smith was 58 years old. There was a botched execution of him, and this is Alabama's, this was Alabama's attempt, second attempt to kill him. Alabama's only one of three states to have approved this method. It's the first time it's been used. What is particularly galling about using Mr. Smith as the guinea pig to see how much torture is a allowable in the United States when we're executing someone is that in his case the jury voted 11 to 1 for the penalty of life imprisonment not death, 11 to 1 to not execute him 11 to 1 for life and the judge overruled that jury verdict and said no, I think I want him to die and the Supreme Court since then has said no a judge should not have that power to overrule a jury verdict 11 to 1 for life and impose a sentence of death. But in this case, we'll just say it's fine. We have with us today Northampton based attorney David Hoos, a partner in the firm of Strayhorn, Ryan and Hoos, who has been involved in some 18 capital cases as defense counsel across the country. David Hoos, I'd appreciate your reaction to this execution?
0: Well, I guess my uh, first reaction is, I can't believe we're still having this conversation. Uh, I mean, I've I've been having this conversation for 40 years uh, or more, and we keep trying to find a a nice way to kill people. Um, I'm thinking back to uh, um, the early days of the, of what what we euphemistically refer to as the modern death penalty era, era since 1976, when, uh, you know, it was the electric chair, the gas chamber, uh, and uh, uh, of course Gary Gilmore uh, being shot by ex- uh, by firing squad, and and I remember during the Reagan presidency, Ronald Reagan saying, I don't know why we just can't do what we did back at the farm, just uh, inject them and they uh, they quietly fall asleep and. And that was sort of the idea for a long time is, oh, you can just do this very uh, humanely. And then we found out that that's actually not so uh, uh, humane and that there were all sorts of problems uh, mm-hmm. with uh, chemical uh, execution uh, by by injection. And now here we are again. We've got another uh, way that we're going to kill people uh, that, that, that's more that, that's more palatable. Um and, uh, it's just astonishing to me. Uh, and, and, and of course, Bill, you, you rightly accentuate, um, uh, the fact that this guy got an 11 to one vote for life from an Alabama jury. Amazing. Uh, and, and, uh, um, the, he is the last, uh, I think, the last of the uh, judicial overrides which have now been declared unconstitutional. But for reasons that, uh, that uh, well, I don't even know. And if I did, I couldn't articulate him to your radio audience uh, as to why this is not retroactive. Um, it, it, again, it's 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 just astonishing to well, me. Well, if
1: we could, David, can we just talk for a minute about that? The, so the Constitution uh, prohibits cruel and unusual punishment. Yeah. Uh, This has never been done before. Does that make it unusual?
0: Well, you know, that's an interesting question, and I was thinking about that on the walk over here. And and actually, uh, as you correctly pointed out, uh, the Eighth Amendment prohibits both cruel and unusual punishment. Um, The Supreme Court has never found any of these methods uh, to be cruel. Um, and in the past, the, the the aspect of unusual that I've been thinking about is we've only killed 11 people. Uh, in uh, we Now we're down to 11 people a year. The numbers have dropped dramatically uh, in the last 10, 15 years. If you're only killing 11 people a year for the tens of thousands of homicides that happen.
1: Last year there were 15,500 and 11 people are going to be killed. Yeah,
0: I mean is is that not by definition an unusual penalty? And I think if my memory is not totally failing me that um uh that the late Antonine Scalia um years ago uh, said said uh that, well, it's not unusual because we, we do it all the time. Well, you can't make that argument anymore. Um, it really has become unusual. It's a minority of states now that even employ the death penalty. Um, the, the, the federal death penalty, uh, while on the books, it, it has basically been isolated to Donald Trump in his spate of killing uh, during the last days of his presidency when he killed, like, seven people Um it, it really is unusual uh, if not cruel and bill in terms of
1: cruel the eyewitness accounts of how Smith died once this man he was strapped to a gurney strapped down this uh, mask was put on his mouth so that he only could inhale nitrogen and uh, I don't want to get too descriptive but the convulsions and other things where where the attorney general had argued in court, that, hey, it's going to be this seamless, he's going to go unconscious, it's going to be easy. Well, he didn't go unconscious. He instead was convulsing, and it sounded like you were watching somebody be asphyxiated. That sounds a little cruel
0: to me. Uh, Yeah, uh, yeah, just to go back to where I started, it it sounds very much like what they used to say about um, uh, lethal injection. Uh, And it it just here we are again. Bill, what do you think on the cruel issue?
2: I think that the Supreme Court doesn't care. The Supreme Court says we are with the people who want to kill people. If people want to kill people that's okay with us. If states want to kill people that's okay with us and we're going to defer to the states until they come up with a method that is okay and of course someone has to be the first one so we really can't get involved and besides which we support an eye for an eye and killing people who kill people uh, in order to prove that killing people is wrong. So. Uh, I don't think this is anything more than, again, reverse engineering by the Supreme Court, which is we want to get to the result that the states should be allowed to kill people and experiment in ways they want to kill people, and we're not going to interfere unless it's absolutely, extraordinarily, overwhelmingly obvious that the execution shouldn't go forward, and that wasn't so obvious to this Supreme Court at least to six members of the supreme court so the execution goes forward and once again the united states proves that cruel and unusual punishment actually is not prohibited by the united states constitution that's my view
1: attorney david Hoos. uh there's a collateral issue that i read about in this morning's guardian that i was unaware of apparently not only is the death penalty becoming so unpopular among people in the united states that uh, uh Politicians are no longer running as frequently on the yay for capital punishment platform. But pharmaceutical companies have become increasingly um, refusing, they ban the use of their products to be employed for execution. So here, for this Alabama execution, they went to a Canadian company. The Guardian and Documented both report that this Canadian company that is part of the GEO group uh, is where they got the mechanism for this horrific form of execution. So, uh, look at this. Look at the efforts that Alabama had to go through in order to kill this person. David, does that surprise you?
0: Um, you know, uh, it, I, it, what surprises me is that the Canadians provided this because uh, there is no death penalty in Canada. Um, and um, uh, it it wouldn't be surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me at all if the Canadians now, seeing how this is being em- employed, say, "All right, well, we're not doing that again." Um, uh, you know, we, we've been an outlier in the world for decades. Uh, uh, I mean, we align ourselves with uh, countries that we think are horrible: um, uh, Iran and Saudi Arabia um, and uh, Russia. Uh, China the the, the the few countries who actually do execute a lot of uh, people um, uh, as you know uh, most of the world does not uh, have the death penalty and has been getting along uh, just fine without it and um, it, it, it's it actually goes back decades that our uh, our diplomatic Corps uh, has been telling uh, the United States back when uh, they were, really were killing a lot of people um, uh, in the 80s and 90s that, you know, this you have no idea how embarrassing this is to us in, in, in like, Western Europe. I mean, we, we get chastised by our fellow uh, diplomats, uh, like, like, you know, what are you people doing over there? And uh, and of course,
1: Bill, it's very effective because we have such a low murder rate in the United States, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I'd like to know this. I'd like to actually uh, conclude with David Hoos, the leading uh, capital defense attorney in Massachusetts, and I think in the nation as well, certainly one of them, um, with your thoughts about whether there is hope for abolition of the death penalty in the United States based on what you've told us about how infrequent it has, how infrequently it now is imposed, although how horrendously it can be imposed these days. What's your long-term perspective on this, David?
0: Well, I mean, I think we're gonna get there. Uh, I think we were closer a few years ago than we are now. Uh, and I think that the people who have been devoted their life to this uh, over the years, um, um, some, many of whom you folks know, Brian Stevenson, Steve Bright, George Kendall, um, I think that they felt that prior to uh, the Trump uh, presidency when the, the Supreme Court was dramatically reformed, that, that we were really close uh, to having the votes to be, for it to be – uh, once and for all, ended uh, as cruel and unusual punishment. I don't think we're there. Uh, I don't think we're close uh, anymore. But uh, despite the fact that I'm a terrible pessimist, as you both know, um, I do have some optimism that uh, uh, that eventually uh, we're going to get there. It, it, it's just... In all the years I've been working in the criminal defense arena and all the horrible crimes, homicides I've seen, the, one of the few things that I am absolutely certain of is that killing somebody is not going
2: to make it better. Attorney David Hoost, we really appreciate your time and your perspective on this memorable but very sad day with regard to the death penalty here in the United States. Thanks so much, David. Okay. More
0: Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg coming up.